got lucky last night. Where did that come from? Crone's intuition. Congratulate Levi. He slept with a woman last night. Uh, Grand. Congrats. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's. Hole at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast, discussing episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbours. We watch them a few weeks ahead of the UK timeline because of unfairness. And I am there. I watch soap, but I have trouble suspending disbelief. I make a rod for my own back. I am in the Mobile Pirate Net Studios in Melbourne, in a deserted supermarket car park. In the deserted car park of the good cafe at Anson's Corner. And CJ, the hot mess mum, Catherine Jones, is joining me in the adjacent vehicle. Hello, CJ. Hello, Bea, and hello, everyone. This gives me good flashbacks. You know how there's triggers of the pandemic? Hmm. You know, like Zoom. Like uh, So Sydney, we'll get into it. Sydney, in our fine nation. R.I.P. Sydney. Rip. Woo, it's popped off. COVID's popped off in Sydney, Delta Goodrum variant. And in Melbourne, where we have copped it over and over and over again, suddenly we are just living the double donut life. Zero cases. You know, things can change on a dime in Down Under. Don't get us wrong. But I was going somewhere with that. Also, our government are like pretty keen on the lockdowns. Yeah, the state, the state government. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if we have a few cases, it's likely that's what will happen. Yeah, so, we, we but, should just live it up. Yes, true. And Sydney's been doing what I've seen referred to as mockdowns, where they're like, you're locked down, but you can go to IKEA if you want. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit strange. Like, I think because what they did, so the sort of important difference in, sorry, there's some beeping. <laughs> Obviously, someone's seen me walk past. Um, <laughs> so, the important difference in the first lockdown in Australia is it was kind of like this lockdown that Sydney's having, mm. this mockdown. Like, you could still do a bit. You made. Many of us made choices not to, hmm. but you could. Then we had a very different lockdown yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. You had a baby in the middle, so it's all a blur for you. Yeah, I could broke it up with some activities. Casual, casual child um, But in Melbourne, at the latter half of the year, things were illegal. What we were doing last night was a full-on illegal thing. Doing now was a, an illegal thing. Yeah, you can track it through the podcasts when we started, when we were remote podcasting, then we were in a park podcasting, then in a car podcasting. Like, you can track the journey. We, mm. we followed all the rules. Yeah, and I think the thing is, is like, Sydney, has, they didn't go through that. So, they don't, like, they don't, they don't know about this. No, they don't know how. We're like top of the class. We are, we're like Mackenzie studying for our law exams down here. Like, we well, are across it. It's hard to tell. I mean, we are Mackenzie. <laughs> I'll give us that. <laughs> um, but we just, we can lock down in the drop of a hat and we've got it. Like, we just know our shit. Yeah. But anyway, the point is my partner has just flown in from the red zone and has to self-quarantine for 14 days just because he's been in a red zone. So that's great. Is it like communist there? Is that why? It's yeah. yeah. So they, they're like, you've been exposed to communism um, by being near Vea's father. <laughs> so you've got to stay in her house for 14 days. And great for me. But just as a precaution, I'm like, let's car pod. So this is a warm, fuzzy feeling for me because I had fond memories of reuniting with you gals in our cars after dark. It, it is actually not a bad way to podcast. Mm. I only have edited like one of these, but it was a dream. Yeah, and it's like built-in little sound booth, mm. bit of ambiance, bit of boom gates action. 
in the background. So the point is, while under duress of, you know, home quarantine, you're not single parenting now. Oh my God. Neighbours council business. Sweetie, it's just business. It has been a month. Friends, it has been a month. My hat off to all solo parents that have to do this all the time. Oh, I've been hanging by a thread and now my co-parent has returned and I've just run off into the fields. (laughs) And that's my life from now on. I'm in the fields rejoicing in a little bit of reprieve. Um, But that's why, like, everyone knows, everyone's got a lot on. So that's why sometimes the releases of the pods are a bit higgledy-piggledy because I'm just like, whoa, we are going to get to this in a few days. (laughs) Yeah, but also, like, Channel 5 in the UK has made it substantially easier because, you know. Yeah, I'll be honest, they've made it so that my deadline feels a little (laughs) loosey-goosey. It's like, as long as she gets it done in a month. Yeah. We're okay. I've actually noticed a few podcasts going back to like their pre-pandemic situations, like going to once a fortnight or whatever, and we haven't. So that's good. Ooh, yeah, we are we are on it. We have Mackenzie'd that situation as well. Yeah, I'm not sure whether we should be likening ourselves to Mackenzie <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Especially since I haven't seen her study in a few months. Uh, you know what she is? She's that terrible girl that just slides into a boyfriend. Ah, uh, yeah. And then forgets everything that she's about. Yeah. She's Harlow. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's hear about your trans stuff. I want let's to. I, I have given them the benefit of the doubt. I assumed Neighbours is holding off a, like a trans um, sex storyline, like intimacy storyline. Yeah. Because this is would be the first intimate relationship Mackenzie would have since her surgery. Mm. And I'm just assuming they're holding off for that big moment. But now I'm worried they're just not going to cover it. And I feel like that would be a really missed opportunity. I know. And what with Hendrix living in sex positive Kenden. Yes. Like, get out the blue box, guys. And he's always been quite sex positive, Hendo. So. Oh, oh, he always has. And I'm positive about hearing about his sex. Let's celebrate it. Yeah. Now, that's me. CJ. Oh, yeah, I have a life update. Mm. I'm leaving my job in the good place of charity to go and work at Eden Hills Private Hospital. (laughs) (laughs) You worked for a support line for mental health issues. I I worked for Lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. The the suicide prevention hotline. Yeah. 13, 11, 14. That's who you can need Um, to call. Crucial service. Mm-hmm. And your husband started volunteering for them as well. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's continuing. Yeah. Uh, it's just me. He's the real hero. <laughs> um, he reminds me of that every time. Yeah. And look, it's been um, amazing to do and it's been, uh, I mean, no time more important than now. Yeah. But it was just my time. Well, I'm, I'm keen to know if you can like buy kidneys at Eden Hills Private or oh, yeah. just forage through the... Um, the IVF test tubes out the back, oh, see what like you can find. Cosmetic surgery, like you won't even recognise me. Fantastic. <laughs> as long as you've got the pink I'll get, hair. get like, face off like John Travolta's situation. <laughs> Great. Um, I've got to thank Rory from, I'm trying to pronounce it in the Irish way and that didn't came out, it came out a bit. My, I went out with an Irish person throughout high school and that was his brother's name actually. Can you say it? You don't want to. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I asked Joe, who's got an Irish husband. Rory. Rory. Yeah. It actually sounds the way Lauren Graham would say, Lorelai would say, Rory. Yeah. (laughs) Rory. (laughs) Yeah, in her like broad New Hampshire type accent. Thanks for uh, joining our Patreon. Trimmings will be there for you to enjoy little extra storylines that we don't mention. 
on this pod. So a couple of new Neighbours Council members on Facebook, Neighbours Council group, um, join if you're not in it. So firstly, Shane. Well, welcome, Shane. And secondly, Tom, who's a crew member at Neighbours. Oh, yes. This is one of my favourite types of listener. And you want to know when he listens to Neighbours? Oh, I would love that. On his way to work. Ah, uh, at Neighbours. This is almost I mean, as good as when the colourist says he listens while he's colour grading the show. There's a likely chance that this person goes to several jobs. But let's only imagine that he listens to Neighbours on yeah, the waiter. Just to get in the groove. Yeah, that's my, that's. I love that. I love that. I'm in this weird place where, like years ago, I was told that, you know, people that work on Neighbours listen to us and that the cast have listened and, you know. And I'm... We're not new anymore, so I don't have these conversations with people anymore. Mm. So to me, I'm like, surely, the, I don't think the cast is still listening. Surely not. Oh, well, the thing is, is we've been here most of, longer than those cast members. <laughs> True. Um, like not, not, not coups, obviously, no. and Toadie, mm. but. Uh, so it's great to have a member of the crew. I don't think the neighbours references on. The show are at their all-time high at yeah, the moment. They are. Ceramic pigs, Darrens. Yeah, but that's because my writing team—they got me. They got—they got our backs. You know, I feel like they listen to us as therapy. <laughs> I think they probably do. Um, but I think, yeah, I think they're all listening. Mm. And then we've had um, April. Maybe they're listening parties, like um, like for Bee's podcast, just around a little table. Oh. Guys, separate device downloads, please. <laughs> Um, and April, of course, um, she's sort of mentioned on some other groups, mm. and she slipped in like Casa D something uh, and um, Casa Grayson. Yeah, that's mm. right. And I don't know if it's necessarily a shout out to the, like the podcast or just like our community. Yeah, but yeah. But anyway, it's just always fun to think about and imagine. And I still hope my my big hope is like if we get a real big fish one day. You know, like when Adele came to Ramsey Street, I'm like, oh my god, what if she listened? Or you know, what if the Royals listened? You know? Oh, wow. <laughs> like Kate Middleton. Yeah. She's just like, I want to jam out to a bit of Neighbours while I'm running around after my three kids. Might be lucky and have like a Fergie. Yeah, I'll take them. I, I would be keenest on Fergie mm. of all of them. I just wonder because, you know, everyone listens to podcasts. So I want to yeah. know if there's some famous Brits. that You've are... got to put something in your AirPods when you're like hunting with yeah. your dogs. You've got to do it. Now, I'm, I've gone off. My phone's low battery, so I keep not looking at my notes. But I've got to get back on. Oh, my God. We have to discuss actual Neighbours neighbors News. Oh, I see. The yeah. exit of Olivia Junkier, who, I, in my opinion, is one of the strongest players on that ensemble, hmm. leaving. Yeah, but, I mean, since her mum and dad got in their little caravan and went up to wherever, this has been on the cards massively. But she's Toadie's niece. If Toadfish is there... Clownfish has got a reason to be there. Yeah, I, look, I think I think it was the right time. Yeah, it just shocked me because it's just it's always hard to lose one of the good ones, you know. Oh, hundred percent, it always is yeah. in all walks of life. But I think it was time. Like we've had a few cop stories, mm. and we she, don't need two. We do not need two cops. Oh, well, I don't think we need the one that's left. But anyway, <laughs> and as a cop, like happy for him to be around doing stuff. Oh yeah, just maybe not. Doing Policing. the women of Ramsey Street. Ooh, oh, um, good tease. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, she hasn't gone shonky cop, like none of those bad things, no. which I'm happy about. She's, yeah, she's not gone down in a blaze of glory. Yeah. And she didn't die, so of course she could come back. Mm. Not that that's out of question No, either. nothing. Um, but also her and um, Ned are done. That's you know. really satisfying the way that 
ended amicably. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we were, doing, we're chatting neighbours now, so let's get on into it. Oh, no. We've got a new cast member coming. Oh, Catherine Jones. Thank you. Oh, that is remiss of me to neglect Isabella. Oh, fuck. I've got to look up her name. <laughs> I don't remember her name. It's long and Italian. Isabella Giovinazzo, who a lot of our community know from Home and Away, mm. but a lot of the Neighbours community who also watched Playing for Keeps, sister show, unofficial sister show of Neighbours, Isabella played, gosh, I've forgotten her character's name. <laughs> she was the mum. Yeah, and she was fake dating Chris Pappas. That's right. Or married to, fake married. That's right. They have a kid together. Oh, I think they were Sorry. real married. They were actually married to each other, <laughs> but then she realised he was gay. Yeah, and they had two kids because she was, like, pregnant. I think she got pregnant to another guy. Anyway. I don't know. Go to Patreon and you can listen to all of our Buddy Watch episodes where we enjoy playing for keeps. Um, what was her character's name? I don't know. But she was good. She is breathtaking. She's a, a vision. She's got a real earnestness, soulful eyes. There's a lot going on behind those eyes. Yeah, yeah. She's got um, that really angsty look. The hell is that character's name? Is it a, a Jessie? Jess. Okay. She's coming. Yeah. I mean. And we, we don't know who like she is. Right? No. I'm happy. I want to be surprised. Okay. Don't publicists, don't tell me anything about her. Just let me enjoy her. She's going to come in like a blaze of glory. Yeah. 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 That's the way. And actually, one more note. <gasps> Maybe she can be a love interest for Leo. How long's Leo around for, though, do you reckon? I don't know, but I want him to stop doing what he's doing <laughs> yeah. and, and do her. Yeah, do anything else. Yeah. Um, I, w- I was about to say, oh, she could hook up with Ned, but I think she's like a female Ned. Like, I... I'm attracted to her. So maybe just diversify. Leo sounds good to me. Um, oh, maybe she can steal Chloe off. Um, oh, my God. Off um, Prego Lady. What's her name? Nick. Nick. So thrilled with this casting. It is a real shame that we've now lost another actor of colour. And yeah. that's several now that we've said goodbye to. So I hope that there's plans to bring more onto the show. But uh, we'll watch this space. I hope so. Look, but yeah, um, I think it's time for Yashvi. And Olivia mentioned in, you know, press around her leaving that she kind of wanted like a big hoo-ha, like death yeah, kind of thing. But she didn't get it. And I think she's kind of like, well, so maybe I'll come back. Who knows? Yeah, like, look, the international acting scene isn't popping off like we'd like it to. Let's mm. just keep all, let's keep a few Yashvi eggs in our basket in case we want her back. But her other show's just gone on Netflix like a few months yes, ago. Yes, the, so. na- the name does escape me because it's got too many words in the title, but w- why am I like this? Why am I like this? Uh, yeah. So she's doing business with you. Well, since we're on Olivia, let's go Monday, July 5th, 2021, Yashvi's exit. She had the big stunt last week. The car flipped. Mm. She almost lost her spleen. But she's got a spleen of steel, baby, as she pointed out to us. She had a few days on the couch with mum looking after her. And she's like, you know what? I just miss her and I miss dad and I miss the other two siblings. And my auntie is a cop there. I can get a job as a cop in Sydney. There's nothing mm-hmm. here for me. I'm going to go hang out there. And she's like, keen to be locked down. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've done lockdown in Melbourne. Yeah. I'm going to give it a go near a beach. Yeah. But we we did hear that Puffy, uh, you've already mentioned this on last week's pod, but he's found a good life, work-life balance. Yes. No, I didn't mention the work-life balance. No, but it was weird that she DP said it as, as such. Yeah. Like, who says that in, in a non-tongue-in-cheek way? Like, I've just really hit my work-life balance, CJ. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, probably you would. say it. I would say that. Um, I'm going to say that because I'm starting a new job. I'll say that for the first three months before I've taken on too many projects and then I won't have Mm. any balance. 
I think she just wants to shove it in everyone's face because remember how she didn't want him to go back to uni and he did. So she just wants to be like, everything's fine. Yeah, also, he's locked down, so he's probably doing all online courses at the moment. Oh, yeah. They're all on Zoom, so he's fine. Yeah, Zoom uni. Wait till, wait till everything's back next year, Dippy. Uh, interesting that she saw that Nicolette was looking to hire her maternity leave replacement of cafe manager at mm. Harold's and suggests Neduardo to her mum to oh, consider yeah. as the replacement. And he says, but I've never run a cafe. Neither's Nicolette. <laughs> Nicolette was a nurse. It's a very different skill set. And Dippy's like, at least you've run a business. Like yeah, a- but not well. <laughs> but he did have to keep a lot of balls in the air. Not a lot of doors on their hinges, but balls in the air, yes. Yeah, but also like Nicolette, for someone who's not that interested in balls, she can keep many in the air because she's got, she's a liar. She's mm. a manipulator. <laughs> she's a little bit. What was one of your words? Uh, out of control we can go with. Bit out, out of control. control. Yep. yep. And wild mm. and lots of things. And also now like she's putting like pregnant person into that. Lots of things. She what? can she can balance. Yeah. Yeah. Nicolette. Whoa, we'll get to her. Got some stuff to say about Nick. Dippy's like, Ned, I know you. You can't hold down a job. <laughs> you can't. Get your art career off the ground. Come didn't, and sell some muffins at Harold's. Didn't he borrow money off her? Yeah, a couple of hunch. And I think he paid her back. Yeah. Which is big. Mm. Puffy will enjoy this development. He'll be like, what are you hiring him for? So anyway, she hasn't left yet, but she's made the decision to leave, I think. We haven't had her final scenes. She's just packed a bag. God, how? She shouldn't be flying. She's just had out of surgery. Maybe they're driving. <laughs> Oh, God. What are they going to do? Does she have a car? Maybe you were talking about whose car was this Commodore. Like, maybe that was her car. Well, I'm I'm sure it's available now. She could just take it around to Fitzgerald Motors, whoever's there. They they could beat it back into action. Sure, they're better than B. (laughs) They'll be there. So, that's Yashvi. Can we do a little Patreon? Now, the cliffhanger from last week was that Hendrix got the sack from his cushy little sous chef job at... Leo's winery. I think he was the head chef. (laughs) Which is weird. And, yeah, because one of the grounds that Leo decided on arbitrarily for firing him was you stole food from the kitchen. Um, Which is how Monica lost her job in the Excellent Friends episode, the one with five steaks and an eggplant. Mm. Well, she got a kickback from a supplier. But you would think if Hendrix had superiors, like... An executive chef or... Somebody with a qualification. Yeah. Yep. Just if anyone else, he could have been like, hey, can I take whatever food he took? Can I take these offcuts home? Yeah. I mean, I do think it's classic Hendrix to be like, oh, I'll just take all this home. Yeah. It's I find his keepers. Yeah. But I want to talk about his broody moody, moody broodiness. Yeah, let's go to... Patreon. Trimmings. Trimmings. I'm I'm going to say this now because I'm going to forget when we get up to it. Did you notice takeaway with all the trimmings happened this week yeah, on the yeah, show? Yeah. To Rage. Yeah. With um the gorgeous devil boy yeah, came, um, when he came over. Jesse. She, and he said, oh, To Rage, thank you for this lovely meal. She goes, oh, thank the delivery app. <laughs> all the trimmings. Now, go over to Patreon. CJ Jones. Hendrix, now that he's been sacked... Mm. He's he's got a rocket up under him. He's got purpose, and that purpose is not to find a new job, even though he keeps getting offered them. Is he still in school? Oh yeah, you thirteen? Because he 
there's no conversation about that anymore. I mean, let's assume winter holidays. July holidays. Yeah, and then they had to homeschool for a week after mm. that, yeah. Because all the um, lockdown information is about prep to 12. No one talks about the Hendrix. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Someone's at the press conference going, excuse me, uh, Premier, what about you 13? The Premier's like, the fuck? <laughs> well, acting Premier would have known because he was the education yeah, minister. Yeah, true, 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 true. He's like, go where the wind takes you, year 13. That was, that was a deep cut into Victorian politics. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Kate will love that one when she hears it. Hendrix now is just like, well, I'm just going to lag to everyone who will listen that Leo's interfering in Chloe's relationship. That, so then David and Aaron are now privy to this suspicion. Yeah. And they're stressed out. They've already got like a woman carrying their baby who's very flighty. <laughs> and they're worried that they don't want to upset the apple cart because they don't know what it's going to do to the baby. No, and they're, they're currently in this phase where they're pretending that Nicolette is like the love of their lives and they're so glad yeah. they found her and stuff because she has their baby. So that's more what they're worried about, like yeah. keeping the incubator around. They are terrified. Mm. Like, and I don't blame them one tiny little bit. There's an amazing line in the movie Girl Interrupted where um, Angelina Jolie is trying to get a rise out of some passers-by that are judging all the um, residents of this psychiatric facility. Mm. And she goes, do not point your finger at crazy people. And then mm. they all pop off. They're, that's what they're worried about. They're worried if they look at Nicolette the wrong way, mm. she's going to snap. I mean, she did. You mentioned on the pod last week about the rumours of her being in Queensland, the actor, being in Queensland. And, like, I, I'm i with Kate. I don't want her to die. No. Like, she... she She's done nothing to deserve that. I don't want death. Don't give me death. No, I just want, I don't know, I really don't want her to take the baby. We should get to the baby shower. But what's been happening, we've got the Chloe Doubt seedling is now sprouting mm. to the point where she's voiced the actual indecision and has said, well, look, maybe I need to break up with Nicolette. And she's confided in Leo because he's extracting all of this out of her, like oh. like wine from grapes. Oh, yeah. that. I mean, that is the only whining. Is that what is it called? That process <laughs> distill is distilling. Distil- no, no. Just that's whining. the only. That's the only whining. <laughs> that's the only whining going on. It's a winery with an H. Yeah. And oh my god, come and sample Leo's wine. W H I N E. Oh my god, he's got a to do list a mile long. Apparently, <laughs> one um, of them is looking at flower samples. Th- 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 th. That should be. 47th on your list of priorities, assholes. Firstly, get an HR person to come and look over your contracts before you give the flick to young, impressionable workers. Yeah, or like just call up your dad, even though I don't want you to, and just get him to like quasi have the staff and stuff come under Lassiter's. Yeah. He can get all the casuals. And remember get that those... really good HR person that handled the Flamingo stuff the other week. That stuff, yeah. And just remember when um, Amy wanted to let people go and that HR person came. Yeah, yeah. And the one that you're talking about. But also, like, remember when she let everyone go because their shifts and stuff? All those people don't have jobs. <laughs> right? Get all those casuals Get all them in. in. You know? They can pick flowers. There was one scene when he was doing a bit of business with the wine bottle. And I don't think he knew <laughs> what he was doing with that wine bottle. He was just kind of staring at it. And he put it back down. I'm like, oh, honey, why did you buy this place? Did Roxy and him own that bar together, didn't they? Was it Rox? 
Was that who he, she owned the bar with? Yeah. Oh, my God. What? Really? Why haven't we seen a scene with them? That is a, an amazing question. What the hell? Backlane bar. Okay. They were like friends. Leo, I just saw this random sentence. Leo gets frisky with Carmen, an accountant he meets at the backlane bar. <laughs> but Carmen has a hidden agenda. Oh, my God. I remember Pierce, like, proposed. Oh, what a time. I need to memories. go back and, I need to listen to some neighbours about this era. Yeah, Leo and Roxy were pals. My mind is blown. I've not seen... They must not be in, like, the same COVID bubble or some shit. Are they still even doing bubbles? I I have not seen them together. I need them to chew the fat about everything that's been going on because he's been moving and shaking in New York making millions. Why wouldn't Roxy want to know Roxy's like, I'm trying to get another bar gig at the Flamingo. Oh, my God. Roxy's gone downhill since she's hooked up with Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for that to... Yeah. To I'm, end. I'm going to talk about this when we get to Citizen or she's saying, but okay. I am loving Roxy. Oh, she's a delight. I don't even care that she keeps stuffing things up. I'm like, whatever, you, you're doing your best. I even styled my hair like her this oh, week. With the little bubble ponytail. Yeah. Adorable. What am I talking about? Leo, baby shower. Let's, we've got to get to the baby shower. So Darren keep having fights with Nicolette. They're like, let's make it up to you. Let, you're going to throw her a baby. We're going to throw you a baby shower. We are going to throw you. Remember this detail. A baby shower. Mm. We will put it on. We will do everything. We're going to spoil you. You are the guest of honor. Firstly, why does a surrogate need a baby shower? She's not keeping any of that stuff. Remember the super sad baby shower on Friends? Well, oh, on Friends? Yeah, when um, they gave Phoebe leather pants and vodka. <laughs> That's what we need to give Nicolette. <laughs> stuff she could use after the baby. Yes, because Phoebe was a surrogate. I want to talk about the even sadder baby shower, the one that happened last year when Young Chloe was expecting. Oh my god, I forgot all about it that. It was I was freaking traumatized. That was the m- the most cringe-worthy piece of television in like intentionally. We were supposed to feel that cringe where Chloe had lost the she had miscarried the baby and decided that she wanted to spare her mother the grief of finding that out, her sick mother. So didn't tell her and they wanted to continue with the charade of the baby shower. And then it all got too much and she blurted it out in one of the games at the baby shower. Oh, when Hendrix got that little onesie made. It was the most depressing moment of television. And, and Dar- Darren are very insensitive. So insensitive. They come breezing in going, we're going to have a baby shower. It's going to be the best. And Chloe just goes, I'm going to go get takeaway and runs out. She can't deal with it. And she goes into her hyper mode of... You're fine with this, aren't you? Yes, in depth, in diddly diddly doody, I am. She goes, mm. it's like over the top. Is everything okay? Fine. Uh, I'm just not quite as gung ho about today as the parents to be. We are here now, so buddy. <laughs> Sorry, that's the um, crime stoppers chopper in my area. <laughs> um, this is what it's like to live here. Oh, like it's just headed to my house. My house like backs onto the airport, like a ca- yeah. the castle. <laughs> it's um, like they're off to get. The Lasseter's Lakes lads. That's what they're trying to cl- track down. Chloe is not vibing on going into that baby shower. She's like, I want to stay at the WH winery yeah. and hear Leo's whining and do busy work rather than go home and face my weird relationship and its demise and this event that's going to trigger me. And that's what her excuse should have been. Yeah. So she stays and knocks back a few wines with Leo. They're late to the event and Nicolette starts twitching like where's Chloe where's Chloe where's Chloe do you know what would have been better mm. a thank you party oh 
Thank you. I got so that that really tugs at my heartstrings. They should be thanking Nicolette for the baby, not. So they made an arrangement about the surrogacy, surrogacy which was not a good arrangement mm. because it is her egg and her uterus, and you know we've all, we've talked about this many a times, right? But this is the situation. She's pregnant now, so this is the situation that we found ourselves in. They made an arrangement that she was the cool aunt, not a mum. But things like they keep pushing the parenting role on her, like mm. having baby showers. Maybe you can do the bedroom. I, like these kind of things, and I think it's it's not okay. So that moment where Chloe's late, and they're like, "What is wrong with you guys? Why are you late to your girlfriend's baby shower?" And she goes, "Oh, there was a call. There was a call crossing the road, and it caused an accident. There was an ambulance." Word vomit. All you had to say, and I know she was tipsy. All you had to say was, "I got triggered." Remember my horribly traumatic baby shower from last year? This made me think of that. I had I needed a moment at work. I've had that moment. Now I'm here, ready to roll. Let's go. Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. <sighs> Chloe's allowed to have feelings. And I just, look, I mean, Nicolette was up the duff when they got together. So I'm not going to say that she made her bed, Chloe, but she did know. Yeah, because she didn't have a bump then. But it's like ever since she started showing, she's like, oh, a baby. <laughs> oh, actually pregnant not a pregnant pause and like the thing is is like the idea that you if you're going to be in your co-parents life people say the next 18 years but like forever right yeah so this baby let's hope darren stay together they've got their dads and then they've got their bio mum, who was once with their aunt chloe mm. and those two women even though they're going to break up obviously oh, they're going to break like up in the next four minutes are going to be part of this baby's life forever yeah. i'm doing inverted commas yeah this is very complicated. So she's allowed to have feelings, but no, she has to immediately verbalise what they are to Darren. So Darren, pull her aside. They're like, that was a weird excuse. I called the hospital, David said. KB was like, why did he call the hospital? Because like, he's a narc? Like, to fact check someone's excuse? Oh, he called the hospital for that. I thought he, yeah. I thought he meant like, I was so worried about you, I called the hospital. No, he was Which like, I 100% have said. No, he was just like... Oh, there were ambulances. I'm going to ring up and check. David. Like hospitals don't have anything better to do. Was it David or Aaron? David. Oh, Aaron wouldn't know which number to call. (laughs) (laughs) He'd call triple zero and be like, hey, did you you guys send some things out? They're like, sweetheart, we've got work to do. (laughs) Can you free up this line? And they're like, what's the go? She goes, they say, they drag it out of her. She's like, "I, I do not want to talk about this right now. It is my girlfriend's baby shower, not the time or the place. And Darren, are like, no, we're going to stop and have this out. Come on, let's enjoy the party. Don't make it about me, not today. Listen, we're not going to go anywhere until you tell us what's going on. And if that means we have to miss our own baby shower. All right. All right. I was avoiding being here because I don't know if I want to be with Nicolette anymore. Fuckheads, you are throwing this party. You are the hosts. You're standing around with your beers. Not lifting a finger, you sweat should be dripping from your brows. You should be having an anxiety attack with how much stuff you've got to organise for this event. Also, they play, I guess, the baby's name at the surrogate's baby shower. How inappropriate. That is really inappropriate. Why didn't they just say, we're having a baby shower for the baby? (laughs) (laughs) And then Nicolette comes, obviously, because the baby's in her. Did you notice as well that 
one of the names that Tarage suggested because Tarage is right on trends. Like she was, she she had a Piper right when Piper was, yeah, hot stuff as a name. Um, she suggests Isla. Our friend just had a daughter called Isla. It's I've, very trendy. I've known a few, mm. yeah, a few Islas actually. It's it's a very it's, people are keen. And Nicolette looked interested in that name. Yep. Like she gets a say. She, and and Nicolette's got the red hair like an Isla Fisher. Ooh. She does not get a say. No. Uh, now I said something that like possibly you should be cutting to Patreon for me to say this. But I said something on our private chat that is so mean. But I 100% are going to say it on the podcast right now. Darren, after that baby's born, they're going to take Nicolette to the Lost Dogs home and put her with all the other puppy mill dogs in a cage. That is they no. are so stressed out about this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they kill her. <laughs> they do it. There's this one point where Leo has a tanty at David. is like, you're being selfish. You only, you don't care about Nicolette. You only care about the baby. You only care about you. I'm like, yes. Of course. He cares about his baby. That's not being selfish. Yeah, we're not talking about his winery or his Ferrari. Or his Tamagotchi. <laughs> She's your child. Those, do you reckon those pair had Tamagotchis when they were kids? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to make it. That was that was just a coincidence. I just mentioned. I didn't mean to make it a Japanese thing. It was just I mentioned a, a toy. I was thinking of a pet that you have as a toy that's a baby, whatever. That's not a real thing. It's not a real thing. Yeah, but I hundred percent think David would have had David one, and Leo. Yeah. Leo had better shit to do. No, they both got them as Christmas yeah. presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Leo's died because he never looked after it, <laughs> and Le- and David cared about that. Yeah, and he excelled at mm. it. So, oh god, this is, I just stop making your sister. Tell her your problems when she's clearly distressed. Mm. She wants to get this bullshit event out of the way. Talk about it tomorrow. Go, flip side. Go, go, man the barbecue. An offside, flip side of this. I want Chloe and Leo to get back together. Yeah, you everyone, you all do. Yeah. And yeah, we do. As Kate says, dimples. Yeah. Yeah. Because then we've just got these like, you know, Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger twin combo situation going on. With Darren and <laughs> Clobio. Because also, then she just goes from the baby's mother to the baby's other uncle. Oh my God. The <laughs> name Leo is in Chloe. You just have to dyslexic the letters. Sidebar, this is my name nerd theory. I reckon Leo's full name is Leonard. Because Leo is a very trendy name for when David and Leo would have been born. Yeah. I reckon they would have been called David and Leonard and Leo just went, I'm making my, I'm rebranding myself and I'm yeah, going to be when, um In the 90s when Leonardo DiCaprio yep, came out. That's yeah. it. Let's talk fashion for a moment. Baby shower. Talk to me about Nicolette's it, outfit. Is that fashion? Oh, uh, yeah. It was a cream puff. I thought it was up your alley with the pink, pink, pink. Um, yeah. Where did she get that? The costume, des- the neighbor's costume designer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, but like. Because she found out about, in classic Neighbours mm. style, she found out about her baby shower four minutes before mm. her baby shower, right? Did she even get a day? No, she had half to, half a day at the spa. They got her a voucher. That is literally all Nicolette wants Chloe to do. Just hang out with her. Yeah. That is all she wants. And Chloe keeps looking at her like, I don't want to hang out with you because you're pregnant. So Charlotte Chimes wrote on her Instagram about this outfit. To everyone who asked if hashtag Villanelle was the brief, you better bloody believe it. Nick Wakerley is Chef's Kiss, the costume designer. Villanelle, which I then Googled, I didn't know the reference. I do not either. So firstly, she had the dress and then a crown as well. Yeah, flower crown. Villanelle is a character on Killing Eve. 
Oh, which character? Villanelle. <laughs> what does she look like? Um, this blonde lass. Oh, she's got, she's, okay. She's very fashionable. She's got like patent blazers and yeah, she is I think she does have a pink puffy dress. So I guess it's a reference to that. But here it is. Here's the pink puffy dress. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. See, actually, I love all of that now. I just, I, I'm very surprised as to where one would find that dress. Yeah. With it's half a day. Without a bric-a-brac shop nearby. Yeah. Get that shop back. Nick Wakerley, since he's been referenced. Okay. Beautiful design eye. I love, I love the choices that we get. However, I feel like every character is dressed the same. Every young character mm-hmm. has the poofy sleeves, the floral dresses, the feminine willowy silhouette. Mm-hmm. And there's no differentiation anymore. Like we don't have Harlow in her preppy little waistcoats mm-hmm. and knee-high socks. We don't have – Yashvi's not in her cool kind of jock girl vibe. Everyone's just yeah. in and the same thing. And she would wear like thing. leather jackets and stuff. Yeah, everyone just wears the same thing. Except oh, Nicolette had that cool green jacket this week that her dad – Daddy said. Oh, Yeah. I actually, yeah, I really loved that jacket and it was very Nicolette and it was really funny because it like, she had the pregnant belly coming out after it. So it's clear that this jacket is for later. Yeah. But like she can wear it now, yeah. obviously, yeah. but it was a jacket for her, which is what the party should have been yeah. about her yes. or the baby, not both. Yes. Dad nailed the brief. Oh God, I was furious with Darren. Okay. So they drag out that she's got doubts with the relationship. Then David wants to haul her ass out into the party where people are playing like nappy changing games with dolls and like have her confront her girlfriend immediately about the fact that she wants to break up with her. Have you guys, are you guys all right? Don't do that. What is, yeah, they're not, they're not they're thinking not. They're, it through. Whoa. Because they need Chloe to stay with Nicolette until after the baby's out. What I did think was, would have been a wonderful celebration when it was just the five of them by the pool and then Aaron's like, let's order pizza and Nicolette gets so excited. I'm like, oh God, I've been there in that moment. That would have been a more appropriate baby shower where they're like, let's all get together, have some pizza and by the pool, play a couple of games. Like the wet the baby's head thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not put balloons up your, bu- your, your bum. <laughs> put Ooh. balloons up your Woo! belly. <laughs> And then he got Roxy so excited she wanted to go home and practice making babies with coil. Mm. I reckon he should have freaked out at that suggestion. Yeah, but like if I was him, I'd be pumped with having babies with Roxy. Imagine Roxy as a mom. Oh. I want that actually. Can they keep them together yeah. so I can see no, that? No, because as soon as they get her pregnant, they will freak out about writing storylines for her like they do with every oh, pregnant woman. Oh, they have to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I want to say, misstep. Of course, these boys have already planned a baby shower for their child. They wouldn't do this at half a day. No, especially, yeah, Aaron, like all those streamers and stuff they have lying around, his costume box, like oh. this would have been done months ago. They had a Pinterest board for their nursery. Yeah. As if they wouldn't have, they had a gender bloody reveal Ugh. party. Why wouldn't, you know what I mean? I loved Mackenzie when Hendrix is like, let's go to the baby shower. And Mackenzie's like, are you going to that? Like, I can tell she kind of still judges them for having the gender reveal. Oh, yeah. She's like, ugh, are we going to this tacky thing? And wasn't it all pink? <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of, I could tell, mm, yeah, there was a lot of pink and blue. And like, I on. love pink, And obviously. even Nick, Nick and Chloe were stylized as pink and blue. Yeah, they were. Pitted against each other. And then Nicolette makes a big speech about how much she loves Chloe. And Nick's like, you know what? And Aaron, actually, interesting moment where he calls his sister out. And he says, I'm sick of your hot mess 
relationship bullshit where you get cold feet, you freak out about the future and your illness, and then you self-sabotage. Go talk to a therapist. I can't help how I feel. What am I supposed to do? I don't know, Chloe. Maybe try therapy. You do this every single time, Chloe, and every time it's the same pattern. You have this fear of commitment, and then you have a total meltdown, and then you just go into self-sabotage. Also, Leo... At one point this week says, like, it must be really hard for you because you crave to be with someone. Yeah. Like, people are, like, psychoanalyzing mm. this girl. She's been pulled left and right. Yeah. Poor thing. And then she's like, you know what? Fuck this shit and fuck you all. I'm staying with my girlfriend because she says nice things to me. You all can get fucked. I'm very sweary this evening because I'm in an outdoor car park and I've just got my wits about me, but... She's like, I'm staying with her, like it or lump it. Well, she says, I made a mistake, like, I shouldn't, mm. I freaked out and mm. I made a mistake. Yeah. Like, they weren't real things. And maybe if Nicolette was in a different brain space, I could talk to her about this. But I can't right now. She's like 16 months pregnant yeah. with a baby that's not her. <laughs> we need to all band together and make sure this little girl comes here safely. Mm. So you shut your pie holes. Mm. Help me clean up. Because uh, you guys have done nothing. To, for this event that you said you were organising. I'm sick of this. Such a freaking classic not all men. Like, yes. Mm. <sighs> all so men angry. on Ramsey Street want to police Chloe. <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm so angry. Was there anything else or should we talk about um, marshmallows? Th- oh, there's another bloody quill thing. I mean. You know what? I, this is what I want. This is the hotel drama I want in my life from the quills and the mm. Lassiters. I want, I want there to have been a hotel quarantine breach at either Lassiter's or the Quill Group. How juicy would that have been? Oh my god! What do you reckon the breach would be? Like which staff member? Well, like it would have to be at Lassiter's for it to be most fun for us. Because we know everyone. But that maybe, works there. but maybe the the conflict comes from the Quill. The Quill's setting it up. You know how like we've had weird things where like health professionals are suddenly like anti-maskers and mm. stuff. Like, okay, Nicolette, ex-nurse, refuses to wear a mask in the cafe mm. and they're delivering all the food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because for some reason it's not coming out of the kitchen. Or Harlow mm. gets wants to get like more environmentally friendly masks. Oh, you can't do that. She's sick of using the disposables so she wants people, the maids to all wear um, fabric masks and they don't work and then there's a breach. Or like Amy makes the fabric masks and she doesn't use the three legs. That's right. She hasn't done any um she hasn't done any crafts since she's been back. <laughs> no, she hasn't. She hasn't got the bedazzler out. She lit some fires and stuff. Well, last week I said there was a really sick one of the sexiest pashas in recent times and this week we just backed up with another one. Ah, uh, sexy? Just into Stapleton's at the helm. I must say Amy can have chemistry with anyone. That's what's happening. It's yeah. like Olivia Benson on SVU. Put anything with that lady and where the fireworks are going. That scene was sexy because she held that marshmallow stick aloft like it was a phallus. <laughs> but also she was talking keto with yep. Levi. What was she sort of saying? Like how many marshmallows? Can you have marshmallows? She was like, if you have one, what would happen? And he's like, instant death. And they were like flirting with it. He's like, oh, instant death. And then how close can you get to a marshmallow? This close, this yeah. close. Then she puts it in her mouth and then she ah, puts her lips close to him. And I'm wondering like, is that actually going to bring up his blood sugar? Because <laughs> he then passes her. Yeah, and There's and- marshmallow in her. Amy has put Ned to the side. She's like, this got 
too hectic for Amy yeah. Greenwood. And so I'm going to look elsewhere for my jollies. Yeah. And so the lucky thing for Amy is she runs a bar where everyone now goes after a breakup or when they want to blow off steam. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And where there's a lady there that likes to kiss. <laughs> And do other things back at Toads. There's marshmallows by the flame. (laughs) And everyone, so they're all like hanging out. Everyone goes and it's just Levi because he's like, he's that kind of guy, right? Like he doesn't get the clue when to go. And he decided, I'm going to, I'm going to have fun now. He's like, I am finished being renegade cop. Mm -hmm. I am going to be fun, carefree. And he, but he doesn't know how to do that. So he needed the nearest available fun person to demonstrate. Yeah, and Amy is that. And Amy, as you said, she's she's done with Ned. But she's not really done with Ned. She's not really done. You don't reckon? She said. Wow. Later, she's in the week, she's like, oh, but he's still cute and nice and funny and hot. And she lists 14 adjectives. Um, he is all those things. You think that and you're not in a relationship. <laughs> What's your point, though? <laughs> True. But I don't want them to, I don't want them to be in a relationship. No, though. I wanted them to bang. <laughs> yeah. And there's no reason why she can't bang multiple lads. So she takes Levi home. Levi goes she home with her. And she bangs him. Yeah. Yeah. She bangs. The next day, the morning after, classic, Sheila. So firstly, Amy takes Levi, who's got a cool name too. Because imagine how cool that name was when Ooh, he yeah. was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Out the front to I'm get rid of him. Amy doesn't have a Levi, is one of her offspring. Do we know what her kids' names are? Jax is one of them, we find out. Like Jax. We don't know if it's short or not. With an X? I'm scared. Maybe two X's. <laughs> um, if you guys could see that. Um, she takes him out the front in a top and no pants. <laughs> and he's not wearing a top. <laughs> So together they're either fully clothed or naked, you know? And Sheila's out the front. Oh. She'd like to know where her grandson is, probably. But she doesn't last have the app. Week, she deleted the app. Oh my god. Yeah. Does she not know last week she knew exactly where yeah. he was and he was in like country Victoria. He probably deleted the app. He's like, you've got to get rid of find my grandson. It's caused nothing but trouble. <laughs> she at the bar, at the at work, she bails him up and she and she's gets it out of him that he got lucky. You slept with a woman. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Adorable. And everyone's happy. She makes Ned congratulate him. And I mean, it's good because she's got, I can't imagine things were too good with um, B. She was a very traumatized person. Mm. Yeah. Whereas Amy, I think she's keen for. I don't think Amy has ever things. known trauma because she wasn't on Ramsey Street. She was Ramsey Street adjacent. Mm. Mm-hmm. So she was just on the periphery of trauma. Yeah. So she had a great time with Levi. She did marry two gay men. So there would have been some trauma in those ending, I think. Yeah. But I don't think so. I think she would have gone, oh, well. It's not body trauma. No. Like it's just divorces really. But yeah. yeah. She tells Toad and Toad is like, you like him young? She's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So Ned's age is touched on this. We've talked about it many times. How old's Ned? How old's Ned? We don't know. Tattoos. We still don't know. We don't know. (laughs) Um, They didn't give us a number. No, but they did address that he is older than Levi. Yeah. Because Levi's like young. And Amy's like, I just thought they were all the same age. 
<laughs> Which I really enjoy mm. because why wouldn't she? If no. people hang out, why wouldn't they at, be about the same at age? bars, yeah. Yeah. And Toad tells her. Nah, Levi's young. He's your son's age. <laughs> and she's like, ooh. Yeah, well, <laughs> what are you going to do? Which her son's not here. So yeah. she doesn't have an ever-present reminder. Yeah. Poor Ned, though. He's still sniffing around. He's like, mm. he's like, I can still get it. Can't I still get it? I can if, still get it. Every now and then, like I assume this happens for people like Ned more than it happens for me. <laughs> but every now and then you meet someone who thinks you're super sexy. And Wait, who, who does? People. People, yeah. And they and you, you get to pretend that you're like, you know, a sex kitten. Yeah, yep. And Ned's been doing that. He's been yes. like, I'm like the sexy guy. <laughs> you know, I'm not the, you know, traumatized victim yeah. of assault anymore. Mm. I'm sexy now. And I'm not like the buddy buddy guy you play football with and no. you think is kind of cute in the sauna. No. I'm sexy now. Yeah. I'm going to take your face and kiss it. And I'm going to be in the cowboy hat again next week. Oh, dear. for some reason. Um and and remember when he took his top off and said Amy likes me this way. Like he's yeah. He's playing it up. And, you know, last time I'm like, oh, it's it's not fair that she was just like, oh, I think you're cute. Okay, I like you. Let's go. Like, oh, okay. Relatable content this week when he's like, all right, are we on? And she's like, no, changed my mind. He goes, oh, what? why? What? <laughs> what do you mean? So he decides he's going to leave the bar. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think that's good because I don't want Amy leaving it. No, it's great for her. Yeah. And, um, and Jesse's already got the flamingo shirt. So. Yeah, and and the ability to take it off and go shirtless. I just realised I was so uninterested in the quill group drama that we jumped, we springboarded off of it straight <laughs> over into the flamingo bar <laughs> drama with Levi. Like, yeah, I'm not. I just don't care. Don't care. Um, like Jesse, I like Jesse's Julie Quill's son. Yeah, amazing. Great. Yeah, both beautiful. I think the real loss. You mentioned on the pod last week that we didn't get to see Julie. Come on, get us over to Goodwood. Put the Perspex screen up. Let's get a meeting. Let's get her in. It's going to keep going on because Paul's not telling Therese about it. Yeah, so Paul now found out that Harlow's little scheme of fake boyfriend plus Brent's still on the scene. Um, I am loving the fact that Harlow can no longer lie. Yes, I can't lie lie to Therese. Rox is like, you lied to her yesterday. Yeah, (laughs) and Paul's like, it was fine when you were lying to me. Keep lying. <laughs> this is a fun lie now. This is like high stakes lie. Yeah, and like I am your role model. <laughs> you should be able to do this. And as if her mother didn't tell the an, an odd fictional story. And her story. serial killer father told the odd porky pie. <laughs> Where did she get all of these morals <laughs> from? Jesus. Prue wouldn't have been up for that. She'd have <sighs> been like, oh, baby. Prue's like up there going, oh, come on, Lolo. The only thing I care about the quills is when Julie got, like, arrested and she came in, like, the town, like, they dragged her in and said, actually, the murderer is Bob the scary person. And then they were, like, running, she was running off, like, no, no. That's all I care about. It's an interesting reading you've given me on that. (laughs) But you know what I think was interesting? This was not on the show. This was on the podcast last week. When you and Kate were talking about Goodwood and the spin-off, the problem is all of those actresses are just guest people and they're never going to be on the show. And <laughs> never available all at the same time. No. But maybe it's going to have to be creatively shot. So, oh. like, everyone just comes in one at a time and does all their stuff. Like those um, Gary Marshall movies, like New Year's Day and 
New, New Year's Eve and uh, Valentine's Day. Are they all shot like that? You know, like Zac Efron's got half an hour on a Tuesday and they come and do all his scenes and then Taylor Swift's got 45 minutes tomorrow and, you know, they piece them all together like that. I know what they should do. An animated series. Where they all voice their... Yes, like the Brady Bunch animated series. <laughs> I love it. Anyway. Yeah. So quills are happening, but it's going to go on for... Work. Like, and it's probably going to be our main storyline. I'd, I'd rather have Leah's winery, WH, <laughs> than <laughs> Quill oh, Group. Surprise! <laughs> and, I'm sure, like, and I'm sure Jesse will be fine. By the way, yes. the reading of Julie Quill was meant to be like a Scooby-Doo reading. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It, it just came to me what thank I was you, trying CJ. to say. So Ned's a little puppy dog because he's been rejected. But, you know, it's hard to know when you've got, like, sparks. How do you know... You know, it's, it's it's tough to have to sit there and go, oh, well, maybe this, the fuse has gone out. What do you do when the fuse has gone out? Do I keep pursuing? I've got a beautiful friend who went all through high school without being rejected. Oh, my God. I like I feel like – is this the same person that I feel like I've, we've all got this friend? Well, when we were about 20, she got rejected. Oh. And she didn't know what to do. <laughs> Like it was very new information. Yeah, I was a her. bitch to all my friends, my friends like that when they finally. I'm like, thank you, hello, this welcome to my like. club. Yeah, and I think Ned is going through that. He's like, sorry, you don't what? <laughs> <laughs> like, remember Chrissy? What was her character name? Oh, Scarlet. Remember Scarlet? She wanted me so much that she was going to kill me. She wanted me so much she paid me to sit on a cake for yeah. her. Bum cake. Like, Ned is used to people going above and beyond to get some Ned. Yeah, above and below. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I feel like that's everything. It's got to be everything. Yeah. Citizen or citizen? Double, Jewel, you know where I'm going. Oh. Jewel, citizen. To Darren. You don't host an event and then buzz off halfway through the event to make your sister, to extract your sister's traumatic issues from her you're supposed to be hosting. People are hungry. People need their drinks refreshed. People need conversation starters. I, 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 I'm, I'm extremely disappointed in those fellas. Mm. Double citizen. Double citizen. CJ. Mm. Citizen. Mm. Roxy. Ooh. Firstly, citizen for everyone in Erinsborough for not ever listening to Roxy. Yeah. She knows her people. She has got incredible... People, motivation skills. Like, she can just figure people out. Mm. And she has figured out Julie Quill's son. Josiah. He says, what do you mean everyone in Ramsey Street knows each other? (laughs) What the hell? He was really (laughs) panic-stricken. And she was like, that's weird for thinking that's weird. It's not weird for thinking that's weird because that is weird. Mm. And I would like it if more people gave her some respect. So here we go. Citizen of the year. Yeah, I mean, just, for my for my week, or maybe you could do like yeah, like a Christmas in July, like for the first half of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roxy. Q one and two to Roxy. Yeah. Thank you, Catherine Jones, for sitting in a car with me at this the first day of my motherhood freedom. Is this um how you end up on um one of Kate's favorite Channel Nine infographics? Yeah, went to car park to podcast about. Neighbours TV show. Well, by the way, and in it they would say "Home and Away." Well, by our, accident, <laughs> our premier at the moment, he's got this little catch cry of, "Don't you do anything wrong? Like, don't cross the border illegally. Don't 
quarantine incorrectly or you will be found out and you will be made famous. And whenever he says that, I'm like, I want to be famous. I've got a podcast to shill. Yeah. So We want an infographic that says The Neighbours Podcast. Yeah. Soap opera podcast. Whatever, I'll take it. So, Dandrews, can you find another word? Because that's too appealing to me. Neighbours Council. Facebook. Neighbours Pod. Patreon. And I'm Vase on Instagram. CJ. CJ the Hot Mess Mum on Instagram and TikTok. And who knows where we'll be podcasting from next week? I don't know. There's been changes here and I feel like things are very relaxed here in Melbourne. (laughs) It's very weird. It's a really strange world. You don't understand overseas friends. We had a really difficult series of extreme lockdowns and now we are footloose and fancy free while our northern brethren... (laughs) Stuck at home and it's weird. It's weird. But we also are kind of like, we can't possibly just enjoy it because we just don't know when it's could, coming At any next. minute it could end. Um, you know who's in lockdown? Mm. Brent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note. See ya. Bye. Just one.